Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. While they were talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. And he said to them, Why are you frightened and why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and at my feet. See that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while in their joy they were disbelieving and still wondering, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of a broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sin is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated.
If you've ever done any traveling, in particular any traveling outside of the country, you know what happens when you return. When you return, everybody and their brother wants you to come to their organization and talk about your, your trip, your experience. And I'm sure Shaw's have experienced that. In fact, we've even made them do it here, haven't we? Um, that was my experience. Um, we've certainly talked about Al and his trip to India, and we want to know more about that, as well as others. And, and when I returned from my trip to the Holy Land and, and to Israel, I, I was asked to do so many speaking engagements, and I, I kept thinking, how is it that you... How is it that you explain what you experienced? How, how do you make that place come alive? How do you describe the texture in the people's faces? How is it that you describe the, the beauty and the color of the flowers or, or the geography? How is it that you even make the, the smells of the country come alive? In particular, I think in, in Israel, walking through the marketplace and these these naked chickens all plucked hanging from a tent in the marketplace. Believe me, that has a smell no one has ever entered into that you don't want to. And it's hard to describe. How do you, how do, you do that? And I think any good traveler, especially if, if your travel has, has, been, um, has been fulfilling, I think you turn to those people and say to them, you know what, you need to go and experience it for yourself. You need to go and, and, and see for yourself. You, you need to go and, and be there and, and be with the people and, and, and get to know them and, and to do that on your own. I could tell you what it was like. I, I could describe in great detail. I could bring my slides. I could, I could bring my rock from the wall of Jericho. Don't ask. I could bring my cereal box of cinnamon toast crunch in Hebrew. I, I could bring all that and, and I could set all that out for you and I could tell you my experience and, and the places I've been and, and the things that I remember. But in essence, all I would be doing would be drawing a map for you, perhaps in, in color and in texture and in slides and, and in pieces you could hold. But nonetheless, it would be a map just the same. You know, I think as we look at our text this morning, there is no doubt that these people, these men and women that were gathered, had spent the most time with Jesus than anybody else. And as you studied my map and you got to become a pro at everything I had taught you, you might be able to earn your bachelor's doctorate from studying. And one would think that these disciples had certainly earned their bachelor's, master's, and doctorate from being with Jesus and all the things that he had taught them. He had talked. He had talked and he had talked and he had talked until his throat was raw. And they had heard him talk. He had taught and taught and taught and taught and they had heard him teach. He had healed and healed and healed and they saw miracle after miracle after miracle. And, and ultimately, it was all those words that failed him. It was all the words that fell short. It wasn't until the resurrected Christ performs a sign. It isn't until he breaks the bread that they truly see him and recognize him for who he is.
You know, I think we are no different. We are no different from them. And the same holds true for us in that we can talk and talk and talk. And and believe me, there is a day or two where I wonder, what is the point of this little place in worship called sermon? Oh, that was funny. You were supposed to chuckle at that. <laughs> Could I repeat it? And then you will. Thank you very much. You know, but you've got to wonder sometimes. I have talked and talked and talked, and there have been days when my throat was raw, and I still talked, and I wondered, did they get it? Where is the change? We're all waiting. We're all waiting for a sign. Nothing's changed. Nothing's different, is it? We're waiting for that sign. We're we're waiting for the breaking of the bread. My sermon to you this morning is really an invitation. You have a map on the wall. You all know scripture, but have we experienced it? We all say that we know who Jesus is and we know his teachings, but have we truly experienced him? We all say that we know what it means to grant forgiveness, but do you know what it means to be forgiven? To hear that your sins are forgiven. To feel the gift of God's grace and know that your sins are forgiven. My invitation to you this morning is to break open your hearts. To come and and meet me at the river. To meet me at the table. To meet with me in the breaking of the bread. And let the Holy Spirit enter into you and experience Christ. And experience his grace. Experience the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Spirit that, that fills us up and calls us forth to, to take down the map and to live a life that calls us to be disciples, that calls us to be disciples of the heart.